Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, or they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serving to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he sold I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Peace, peace Welcome back to another episode of the Urban X Podcast Thank you guys for joining us tonight I'm Malcolm this is the Black Dad here with you, live and direct in the building. Live and direct. What's good, everybody? That's hope, the way we get at you. Hope everybody had an amazing weekend. Yes. Got some rest with their family and whatnot. Got to chill. Yes. Because we didn't. Because we didn't. Because we didn't. Because we didn't. So, uh, quick, you know, update. Uh, we're still getting out orders. We got out. A lot more today, and then tomorrow, by the, by Thursday, we should be good. Everybody should have their stuff by then. Yeah, by Wednesday, Thursday, everybody's yeah. going to have... Everybody should have their stuff. And I want to open up the show by saying the employee of the month for the month of February is Malcolm. Thank you, thank you. Malcolm has showed up. He has showed out. Beyond the call of duty, it was close. You know, him thank and you. wife, it was close. Thank you, thank you. But he was coming out. What, what, what is he doing? He, <laughs> he loves these customers. He's dedicated to the company. He is a thank true you. company man. Thank you, thank you. Now, with that being said, one thing I have learned is you never pay niggas before the full job is done. Oh, you never please. pay niggas. 
Oh, please. He started getting, you know, he started like, yo, I'll leave. You know? <laughs> Don't listen it's to him. Big it. difference. They got money in his pocket. Don't listen to him. Before the job is finished. Now, I got a headache. You know, y'all getting on my nerve. No, no, no. Always wait to pay black no. people until the complete job That's funny. is finished. Because he looked me up and down like, I don't need this. No, no, I didn't. Don't, don't so listen so don't just, listen that's just a tip. You running your own business. You try to help people out. Don't do not do it. So, uh, hold up real quick. Thank you, Melanie C. for the super chat. Ro- Rosalind, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. We appreciate the love. And I want to thank everybody who's purchased something from us. Uh, this sale, any other sale. We we'll, we appreciate you totally. No, totally. we really really do. Like, we really do. I'm gonna send out a thank you email to everybody on our email list tomorrow as well. We we just appreciate you. Thank you guys. Yes, and um, if you go to our Instagram, you'll see merch. You'll see yeah, yeah. If you watch our story, you'll, you'll see, see yeah, you know, we, we, seats flying out. We does mailers. it, man. We does it. To be a three man team, man, mm. we we really get it done. So Malcolm's picture will be on the wall for the month of February, like this. Yeah, like you know what I mean? thumbs up, thumbs up. So uh, I know how your weekend was. So I'm not even gonna ask you. Please don't ask. Please. So, like, let's just do a quick roll call, then we're just gonna get started. Get to it, man. Um, be more in the building. Be more. I saw a rough buff Buffalo in the building. Shout out to y'all. Houston, Texas is in the building. Uh, Connecticut in the building. El Paso, Texas in the building. Shout out Cincinnati in the building. Newburgh in the building. New Compton. York. Shout out to Compton. Savannah, Georgia's in the building. Canada Detroit. in the house. Boston is in here. Jersey in the house. Flint, Michigan via Nashville in the house. Yeah, BX. Though, you know, and that's BK. Okay, oh. BK in the building. They cool, too. BX in the building, too. Always, man. New Orleans in the building. Florida, VA. Yes, man. It's a lot of beautiful people in the building. Yes, yes. It's come to rock out with us. Florida, Queens, San Antonio. Thank you. Thank you. On this March mm-hmm. 6th. Um, you know, yeah. Shout out to my cousin Christy. Today's her birthday. birthday. Hey, Christy. Happy birthday, Christy. Okay, okay. I know she turning up. Nice. Wherever she is, she turned up all weekend. You know, it's been an eventful weekend for the most part. You know, some things have been going on in yes. the news. Are you talking about the news? Yes, yes, for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. You, you look like the sun because you shine like one. That's yeah, it, man. They can get that, but not at a discount. But oh, the sales over, right? It's Sales over, yeah, sales, sales over. over. You sales can get that. Yeah. Yes. So uh, let's get to it. Man. Let's do it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So over the weekend, uh, the Chris Rock special aired on Netflix. Now, it was the first time uh, there was a comedy special that live streamed on Netflix. I thought that was dope. That was interesting. I thought that was cool. They're trying something new. Uh, because media just has it has to adapt. Like the whole the old Netflix way, absolutely, it, it kind of has to change because a lot of like people copy their model and then it's kind of doing it better than them. Yes, yes. So Netflix, everybody else because uh, every other streaming platform has their own IP, so they're able to do a lot more. Netflix leaned very heavily into comedy. Yes, comedy and documentaries. Like they lean real heavy. They into had those. to pivot yeah. as, as a business. I, yeah. I understand. And a lot of people we watched it. We consume those those comedy specials and yes. the documentaries. Oh yeah, so. yeah. They they sold up uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. uh, Chris uh, Rock too. No, 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 Eddie Eddie Murphy. That's what they got to do too. Yeah, but he never came out with mm-hmm. nothing. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, me and me and wifey watched uh, some more. Oh, how's that? Saying? It was good. It I heard that was, was good. I heard that was yeah, good. I like some more. She's sexy and funny. Yeah. If you're sexy and funny, I'm like, yeah. God damn. You know what I mean? So, very good there. Um, uh, 
and like I said, Chappelle has a few other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Rollins, Ashley Larrys. Oh, Donnell Rollins. Donnell Rollins. There's a few other people who's going to come. I think Monique is, is about to. If she is. She actually so, is. So they pivoted towards, like you said, comedy, a couple of documentaries and things of that nature. Like those docu-series. Because they can only survive that yeah. way. Because once everybody gets their own IP, it's really ball game over. Exactly. Yes. So... Uh, Chris Rock, as I said before, Chris Rock, he did his special, uh, Selective Outrage. It was, he did it live. And I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't watch it. Neither did I. I. I didn't watch it. I saw clips. I saw a lot of clips of it. But I forgot it was even coming on until like afterwards. I saw like the chat on Twitter about it. Um, and I saw it was 70-30 of terms of people who didn't like it to people who liked it. Mm. Now... People who liked it, they all seemed to look a certain way. Mm. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. And I say this, and I say that to say this. Chris Rock, he doesn't really uh, do it for a lot of black people. Right, right. It's comedy. Just his, his stand-up, I would say. Shows, movies, people, we appreciate that. Like, everybody hates Chris. You know, well, he wasn't movies. in that. Well, he did the voiceover and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and shout out to Shishina Arno because we love that show. Yes, we definitely love that, we love show. that show. But um, uh, uh, his his movies and stuff like that. But his stand up, I don't know. I just never really got into his stand up. I, I, I don't never. find him funny. Yeah, I just never. He's kinda... loud. Yeah, he looks. You know, you know, and he's always got something about black people to say. And yeah. Something. Capacity, and I don't have a problem with that if it's funny, because I'm an equal opportunity person. If it's funny, yeah, no, and I and, don't find him t- his stand up to be funny. Now, for those who do and they was cracking up, I I get it. I don't yeah. find him funny. And I tried to be a good journalist and 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 watch it for everybody, but everybody was just all my people was like, oh, I don't want your time. I was like, just ugh, it's garbage, and. I saw the important parts, I guess. I saw the, the Will Smith stuff. Which the, I didn't, to this day, I didn't understand. What do you mean? I don't understand why you waited a year. I mean, I understand from a calculated standpoint yeah. with the Oscars coming next week and you getting an opportunity in Baltimore where Jada is from. That's why he did it in Baltimore. Oh, you know I what I mean? I didn't, I didn't do the science. To, to on get that. the final shots in it because ah, he could have did that in New yeah. York or, you know, anywhere he wanted. And for him to really maximize him being a victim. Yes. You know what I mean? And how bigger Will Smith was. And he smacked the shit out of me. And you damn right. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't know how you could call somebody soft and then they smack you. You didn't do nothing. So what does that make you? Yeah. He really upplayed the victim piece. Dude, you got smacked the hell out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Will Smith smacked the shit out of you on national TV. Let it be. You hold that. You hold on to that for a year mm-hmm. to to wait until you get to a Netflix special. I guess you know that's that's how you're supposed to do it. You mind you, you you leverage you. You leverage what happened to and you. So that's why I said from a business standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You know what I'm saying? With the Oscars being next week and all of them things, you tying that in yeah. and that and the show being live. Yes. So no one knows where you're going with it, and you end the show with that. I, I guess. I guess. I guess you know, but uh, like I said, I, even the the Will Smith part, I, people from trusted people, I, I you know that I know, they said that was the best part, and even that was even that was okay, all right. Like you, you went off, good job. Yeah, yeah. Give your folk a shout out, Dot. My solo return tomorrow. All Happy right. B day. Happy B day. 
So, and and he got a lot, a lot. I saw a lot of flack, a lot of backlash, a lot of backlash for Chris Rock because he said something about Michael Jackson and R. Kelly doing the same, having the same crime or doing the same thing or something to that effect. And people did not take well to that at all. Yeah, and I think one of the Jacksons. Yeah, one. I think his nephew or something. Yeah, posted a comment said saying something about that for years. Now, as a comedian, you Easy know, low hanging fruit. It's low hanging fruit. Yeah, right, but at right. this point, like you, I feel like twenty twenty three. You're Chris Rock. You've been doing this for a long time. If you're still making Michael Jackson jokes, I don't know, and not clever ones. Yeah, I was going to say that. If you're gonna make, it has to be something. We haven't heard. Yeah, not. And you be like, now nah, that was funny. Yeah, not clever ones, because Chappelle did it recently, like one of his uh, last specials. Oh, that but was it funny. Was, it was clever. That you was know funny. what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, yeah, okay, was that's funny. funny. But to, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, to me, because I don't find him funny, and remember, we're up here giving you our opinion. If you find him to be funny, and you were in stitches, I have to respect because comedy, comedy is you know subjective and stuff. So. It's how you feel about the specific comedian. I never found Monique to be that funny. You know, stand up, me neither. She've had a few moments that yeah. I would laugh, but I didn't. She don't have me in stitches rolling over because her her whole set is usually about cursing and fat people, and I just don't find that to be funny after a while. But that's my acquired taste for comedy. I would say I'm gonna check out Monique's special. I'm gonna check it I'm out. I'm gonna check it out, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I felt maybe because. When she was bigger, like that was like her shtick. She's not big anymore. She's a little older. So I want to see what the yes, ex- yes, the lived experience will turn into. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm I'm not up here shaming Chris Rock. I'm just saying from my point of view, I didn't find it to be funny. And the Will Smith stuff had it been funny. Yeah, he all he did is is reiterate what we already knew. Because Jimmy Fox did a really good bit when him and L Cool J got into that. Oh, party. that was funny as hell. Right? The way like he joked about him getting beat up, but it was hilarious. You get what yes, I'm saying? So yes. there's a way to do it. Um Chris Rock, he he got off what he wanted to get off, you know, and we all said the same things like when it initially happened. Like, dude, you mad at you you wouldn't have done that to anybody else. That's a fact. Um, you mad at the wrong person. You should be mad at her. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, we 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 get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not mad either way. For those who thought it was a great opportunity to kick Will Smith wise down, I'm not saying. Uh, uh, you know, Jada Jada Pinkett has done some wild stuff. You know what I mean? And and so he's been after her for a very long time. This is true too. So it, it, it's it's deeper than uh, Will Smith just going up and smacking him. He's been on that girl's case for a minute. Yeah. And I don't know if it has something to do when they did the... Um, somebody said it goes all the way back to when they did the cartoon together. Madagascar? Madagascar had something to do with that. Hmm. Uh, you know, you never know what these Hollywood insider stories... Maybe he tried to get at her. Hmm. She tried... I, I don't know. And you know what I'm saying? And so, um, shout out Chris Rock. Somebody said Bill Burr talk about the same stuff. Bill Burr is funny. Bill Burr is it's just funny, bro. Yeah, Bill, you can watch watch Bill Burr's last special and then watch Chris Rock. And I didn't even see Chris Rock's special, and I'm willing to bet money. Yeah, so and this ain't uh, about black or white, it's just funny. And see, I, I got a whole slew of white comedians I rock with. Facts. 
Bill Burr being one of them. Uh, uh, Segue, I forget the Tom uh, Segura. Segura, he Tom said, Segura. He, he said some. He said you heard what he said recently. Like about taking a bath. Yeah, he said washcloths are for poor people, and he's only black people who use washcloths. Well, that makes sense because that's the way a lot of white white people don't wash the way you think they do. Yeah, but like that was a little wild. That yeah, was yeah. Wild. So that I didn't find that to be funny. No, it wasn't. I found him to try to be truthful, meaning. Yeah. Why would I use a washcloth? You know what I mean? But we grew up using washcloths, yeah. and you got to have two. Yes, you got to yes. have one for your face and one for your body. Now, fellas, I'm going to give you a tip. Every now and then, since we're on that subject, I need you to get a white washcloth, right? And really scrub behind your elbows. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a dirt nation back there. I don't know how long they've been back there. But it only comes out with like a real white washcloth. And you go to a hotel and you use the hotel white washcloth, you might as well just wrap that shit up, put that shit in the bag, throw that shit out. You'd be like, where did this dirt come from? Yeah. You know, so just. Yeah, Tom Segura, he is funny. His stand ups are funny. Uh, Ralphie, ah, oh, Ralphie was funny. Rest in peace to Ralphie. Yeah, yeah. Big so, dude. Yeah, so man? some of them, uh, you yeah. know. You know, so and, and comedy should be that way. And some of them tell racist jokes, and some of them. I loved Robin uh, Williams growing up. You know what I mean? Hilarious. I love um, uh, his name would come to me. He, he's mm. of Richard Pryor's era, older white guy. So it's not about white and black. It's about funny. And I've never found uh, uh, Chris Rock's comedy just funny. No big deal. But I hope he's got his closure mm -hmm. that he wanted mm -hmm. from this. Well, and as and we bring it back around and put a bow. I saw a couple more clips. I'm, I'm actually, I, I am happy because he called it selective outrage, right? And that is what society is. That is exactly what society. That is what society is. is. And I think his job as a comic is to kind of point out what's, you know, where society yes. is going. So if he did that, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched clips. Mm -hmm. He did that. Cool. I'll check it out for the people who are telling me, nah, you got to check it out. You can talk about George Carlin, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Carlin. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, and it's your job as a journalist, man. Yes. Right. To watch that. Right. I, I will. No, we were, we were hustling this week, Bro. guys. Please give us a break for this weekend. I'll catch up on all the shows I'm supposed to once we get these last little bit of orders out. Because we, we, we put our head down and we did not pick our head up, pause, until everything was done. You know what I mean? So uh, now I have some time to sit back and, uh, you know, watch it and stuff like that. Ali Sadiq, of course. He's jokes. He's yes. Yes. So. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Shout out birthday to somebody's daughter named Whitney. I missed that. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Whitney. I see you. Well, tell me, what did you think about him saying that and the reason why he didn't do nothing because his mom said, don't act up in front of white people? Um, well, and, and I'm playing devil's advocate because I didn't watch it, but I'm watching the chatter from different angles, right? So people said, he said that, because I watched that part, he said that, but he said something about Michael Jackson, he said something about black women, he said something about, so he is, in a sense, acting up in front of white So your people. mama don't mind you talking shit about black people. Right. But she don't want you to act like you black in front of white people. Right. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Interesting, right? Interesting yeah, stuff it? because, but there's an exception to every rule. My mama told me, don't you ever put your hands on a girl. Mm -hmm. And then that big girl, Samantha, in third grade, <laughs> she gonna push me. She was big. She smelled like pee. It wasn't my fault she smelled like pee. Yeah. Everybody was teasing her and she, she, yeah. she, you know, she 
pointed me out. Yeah. And then she gonna push me down. Yeah. Those are exceptions, man. I got up and my third grade body put work in, bro. Got you, got you. Okay. <laughs> you know? Shit. All right. Niece is 28 today. All right. Hypocrisy. Yeah. So, in that it? sense, I get, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, he didn't do nothing because he was scared. No, I mean, I think he was just in shock. Ain't that much shock. Listen, true, again, true. there are exceptions. I, when I go to a restaurant, I want to be, you know, yeah. yes, I'll have the steak with the room. You know, I want to act yeah. civilized like if, if If somebody in there start wilding, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. Let's turn it on and it ain't going to get, we all getting that squad out this bitch now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because this we, shit just done went left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ruined it night for everybody. We done ruined it. And if I go to noble school. And it, it, you know, he's doing a play, mm-hmm. and I'm rooting my grandson. All right, sir, can you be quiet? All right, no boss, sir, can you sit down? Now it's on, right? Because now I got to step over some other people right. and, and get at them, right? right and right. then if it if it turns into a brawl, now you're in an uncompromising position, Malcolm. I'm your dad. I got to follow up now. You got to follow up. So I gotta now, eat. no one needs a new school. Yeah. He crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Avery crying. Yeah, what yeah. the hell's going on? And we had to, So it can go left. This is true. It can go from zero to 100, and then you just think about the consequences later. Right. So being respectful in front of white people, but his moms is probably old school. I'm not holding his moms against it. You got a lot of older moms who this, that that's mm. their code of conduct. Let's not give white people... A reason to think that we're not on, on par, mm-hmm. and you know, so I guess when that smack hit him, he reverted back to a child and mm-hmm. probably felt he was <laughs> seven years old, and Mama was whipping that ass. So I, I, I get it, you know. Okay, you get some old parents who tell you all kind of stuff, like you, you always wear clean drawers. Like mm-hmm. you, you never knew what that meant. Do you have on clean drawers? Because you might get into an accident. What? <laughs> if I'm in an accident, I might shit my drawers. I would like, like, you know, but yeah. for them, mm-hmm. knowing that you showed up at the hospital <laughs> with clean drawers on is important to old school mothers. I, I don't know why, but it is. I guess. I mean, you should have on clean drawers anyway, but they, you know, they was real adamant about that. Okay. Make sure you have on clean drawers in case you get in an accident. Yeah, you know, whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah, I mean, come on, old school people know what I'm talking about. Oh gosh. Put some of them things in the chat. Mama used to say that you know, you know, it's because of her upbringing, even though times may be different. You know. So, uh, did you? What did you uh, think about uh, the backlash? Angela Yee was getting over the weekend. People were getting at her. Um, I, I think there's a way for those who don't know Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club. The uh, probably the most famous uh, breakfast club or, or morning show in America. They syndicated mm-hmm. across the country. Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and now she has her own show. She comes on yes. right after them. That's the thing that threw me left. So I immediately knew that it was something internal going on. If I get a show, I don't want to be with y'all no more, but yeah. I want to come on right behind y'all. That means I, I, I'm trying to uh, create a path. I think she became... Lost in the sauce because of Charlemagne's big personality. Mm-hmm. And DJ Envy is sort of like the host of the show, the anchor. And uh, the people Charlemagne were bringing up there, I think, irked her in mm-hmm. a certain kind of Dr. Umar mm-hmm. and all these people that she probably, uh, you know what I'm saying, that rubbed her the wrong way. I thought she should left should have left gracefully, though. And so, but you get on these talk shows and you want to uh, uh, you want to say a few things on a talk show to kind of spice it up 
So she may have over-exaggerated a few things in reference to her being the only woman on the show. Yeah, she said it was like a, a you know, the boys club and stuff like that in the Tamara Hall show. And then she said that she got like the the brunt of most of like the backlash because she was the only woman up there and stuff like that. And even if Charlemagne said something crazy, they would blame her for it. And then a lot of people who were on the show, who watched the show over the years said, no, you were there. And you was there for a lot of it, most yeah, of it. Yeah, for most of it. Like, you and know, you had an equal opportunity. See, that's what kills me. I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. That's what, because that's where I was going with it. Okay. Yeah, what, 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 you, you, you stay in something and then you complain about it yeah. as if you didn't have options. Yeah. And if you feel that you didn't have an option, then that's more of a reflection on you because as big as a personality as you was, she got coffee shops mm-hmm. and other things on the side. If she was being demeaned, by such you know mm-hmm. a, a level, then she could have easily left. So uh, yeah, Charlemagne is out of control. You know what I mean? Some of the things he says on that show and the and the boys' clubs and you know the things they do, it is a little out of control. But she had an equal opportunity to give her voice and her opinion and could have stood strong on you know because she's definitely stood strong on the LGBTQ stuff. Mm-hmm. You know she made it clear that that's what she was about. And you know, you saw her taking her stance there with no problems. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I kind of think she's trying to sell that the victim consciousness yeah, thing a little it's bit. Yeah, it's easy. It's, it's very easy to 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 play victim now. And I'm and I, I was actually not glad people called out on it, but I was just kind of like, you know, I, I, I was surprised that people did it. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, little mama came out and said, "Yo, you was there. Mm. Yo, you was there." And she said, like, a lot of the times, I felt like the only women there, if, if you were there. Say it again? Some people said, like, women felt like they were the only women in the room while you were there. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that speaks to you. Yeah, that doesn't that speak does. to anybody. That speaks to you. That does. That you was. That definitely does. And then if you want to, because the beautiful thing is we got all the receipts. All you got to do is put on a random episode, mm-hmm. and there she is laughing. There she is participating. There she is, you know what I mean? But in order to make a show work, it has to work. If you guys are about outlandishness and outrageousness, then that's the MO of the show. And I kind of think that that's where the show uh, pivots with, with, with Charlemagne. Dude, yeah, yeah. this is the only, only thing I got to say. Because you always bring up 10 years ago. Uh, he just said he was going to uh, blow somebody off if uh, Kanye joined back with Adidas. That was this week. He said that on the he said on the show. He, I heard him myself. Word is born, God. Oh, okay, okay. He Touché. said I'll duck a sick. Okay, okay. okay. Touche. So, so my point Touché. is, even in your healing process, okay, because That's a lot it. of times I think, you know, he he, he put, and, I, and this is not against mental illness. Mm-hmm. He used that as a shield. Oh, for sure, right? As we 100%. see people in social media do. He was the first. I, he was one of the first people to do that. Like, yes, this for became sure. a for shield. Sure. So please forgive me for wanting to suck a fart out of uh, 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 Halle Berry's ass, or forgive uh, me for you know making a mole of my ass and giving it to DJ Envy, or, or you know just some of the real bizarre thing. Forgive me because I was dealing with mental illness. And now let me layer that with bringing certain people on the show that I know the black community will give me kudos for. Dr. Umar, this one and that one. So uh, he, oh, he's keeping it real and he's redeeming himself. 
yeah, until, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. something like this comes up and he, he, you know, guarantees the duck a sick if, if uh, Adidas. Somebody said he said that on the podcast. It's still nasty. That's still yeah, gross. he said it on the podcast. Still gross. I, I wouldn't care if he said it on the corner. Yeah, that's if they got it recorded and I heard it, he said it. So forget where he said it, that he did say it. And I'm always going to revert back to what Choke No Joke said he saw out his own eyes when he got the job. Mm-hmm. So we understand the levels of this and things of that nature. You can't buffer and cover your pervertedness with uh, great deeds, mm-hmm. even though that is part of the process when you get in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You do your dirt, you cover your dirt with good things and hope people remember the great things you did and forget about all the dirt you did uh, you know, to create your name. So I get that. I get Touché. that. Touché. And so, uh, you know, I wish her well with her new show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, you know. I don't, I haven't watched one of their shows, one of their episodes in a long time. No, it's, if, if they do a, a great interview, yeah. I, and I had to learn to get past my own personal feelings about Charlemagne per Yeah, se, yeah, touche. If I felt that the interview was worth it, you know. Yeah, because even I, I do that with Vlad, and I hate to say it, but I haven't watched. You know, uh, like Andrew shows for uh, in a while, but he had that that white dude on there, the the one who used to sell drugs for the Mexican cartel. Oh, fascinating, fascinating stuff. We were listening like fascinating stuff, so I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. So because at the end of the day, I do want the information, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and and by the means by which the information comes to us, sometimes it's not always, uh, you know, what I'm saying yeah. palatable for everyone. Like Clarence 13 next, the father of a nation of gods and earth, shot dice, he hung out, but he was one of the wisest men that ever came through. Mm. So sometimes you come ask the people to teach the people, and I'm not making excuses or waddling, but I'm simply saying how information is received is, you know, is important. Gotcha. You're listening to the sounds. Of Urban X. So uh, another uh, another uh, layer to the John Morant stuff. He might be getting uh, more time suspended because apparently that gun he used, the gun he had in the video, he brought on a plane with him to Denver. So that's against uh, NBA policies to have a gun on team flights and in team facilities. So they might tack on an extra 50 games. He is suspended. Ooh. So they are now, when it rains, of course, they're coming after dude now. Yeah, they're coming after him. And it's ironic because they chose him over Kyrie Irving. And all Kyrie Irving did was post mm-hmm. a video that was already up mm-hmm. on, on a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, 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 a platform. Yep. And they ran him through the mud. <clears throat> and here's the thing about John Moran. And I listened to a couple of the former players, and it's all true. Pearl Pierce mm-hmm. allegedly got stabbed up by Benzino and the mighty RSO back in the days. Uh, A lot of these players are targets. Mm -hmm. Now, it's one thing to be a target just because you're an athlete. It's something totally different to antagonize the situation and bring heat your own way. Those are two separate things. So before we say, well, you know, he got to protect himself out here. Yes, I agree. That's what your bodyguards is for. Mm -hmm. Staying out of the clubs. And it's hard to tell a 23, 24-year-old kid that. You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. wants to party? Who wants to celebrate their fame and and, and fortune and, and and all of these things? But you got to be careful because you are a target. But when you are in people's faces, when you are playing the role of the antagonizer or gangster, 
There are consequences that come with that because real gangsters like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, let's test that. Mm -hmm. And I used to tell these rappers all the time, if you're not gangster, dude, stop talking all of this gangster-ish because eventually real gangsters are going to want to test that. And they want to test you anyway because they smell money or they mm -hmm. smell pedussy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they're coming for you. And as a result, he has now found himself in a situation that got Gilbert Arenas out of the NBA. They got rid of Gilbert yeah, Arenas. Yeah. Not only was he taking shit in people's shoes, which was disgusting. He was doing that? Yeah, yeah. Oh Pranks God. on other players. Uh, they, you know, they gambling. He go in and take a shit in one of his players' shoes or I, something really bizarre. Oh but he kept guns all over the place in the locker room, and he was pulling guns. And so. A certain street nature and culture was following him. They don't even speak of Gilbert Arenas. And yeah. he was hibachi. Yeah, he was nasty. He was nasty. Yeah. Right? So he has to be very careful. I heard Steven Jackson mention the brawl in Detroit. No, Steven, he's been in the hood a long time. But I'm saying, but like he's still talking about people need to check in. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, which yeah. one is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it one which mic? Which one one mic? Which yeah, one yeah. is so it? So I understand uh, him... Uh, 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 you know, speaking mm. on that behalf. So I wish the young man well. Uh, his father has to do a better job. Yeah. His father, and, and what I mean by his father is with him. All right. So we're a team, and you playing ball, it's me and you. We're not going to have a lot of these young thugs around us because we're trying to build. LeBron and, Sir, and Steph Curry and a few other ones have set a standard. You know what I mean? Mm. And if you're trying to reach that standard and be a billion, dollar entity within yourself, all of these steps matter, even your early steps. So he can redeem himself, mm -hmm, Malcolm. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of time. It's early. It's, it's very early, early but in, he, in his career. He has to like really do a lot of repair to his reputation now. And I want to know what part of this, what's inside of him that makes him feel he needs to... Does he suffer from little man complex? Yeah, I, my man, one of my, one of my friends, he's a sports journalist, he actually said like, yeah, he thought about it and... On the on that Memphis Grizzlies team, there's not a OG on that team. They're a very young team. I get it. I get it. So they need kind of mentorship. Dave Williams, we're not talking about carrying a gun. Please don't get simple. We're talking about flashing guns. And we, uh, he just got in trouble. It's we're talking about against the Indiana Pacers staff that they saw beams, red beams flying out of the car he was in. We're talking about being. Uh, 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 on uh, on the court and flexing against bigger people like you got it like this. So we're not just talking about carrying a gun. It's his right to carry a gun. Don't get simple on me, Dave. That's not that's not fair. I'm talking about him flashing the gun. The latest in the video after watch this after he's already on on, on, on radar. Mm -hmm. So it ain't like this happened and just put him on the radar. They already watching him and him thumb up his nose and flash his gun, which he had to bring. With him on the plane from where he came from into Colorado is bad. Bro, That's so it. don't mention white people have guns too. Sure, we all got guns, but we're not flashing them, bringing on unwanted heat, especially he signed $200 million deal with mm -hmm. the NBA. I don't know how much his Nike, Nike deal yeah. is from, how many commercials he wants to be in, and looking at he's already worth a quarter of a billion dollars. It's and crazy, you're acting yeah. like worse than dudes I know from the hood. And and you know what? Uh, and David David Williams said he got his bad. He, he understands now. Okay, okay. But cool. um, because everybody keeps trying to make the argument for Ja like he's young, he's young. Or I saw this argument made as well. Again, 
painting the other side. Somebody said, okay, so people were saying Ja is corny for acting like a thug, but at the same time, the black community, we praise thugs. So which one is it? Totally get that argument. Very good point. But I think in the black community, we have a common understanding that you don't mess up the money. Like you, just there on a rudimentary go. level, you there got you it. Go. Yeah. You got it. Like, what are you doing to try to throw it away? Like, and then those people that you was with in those videos, they're not gonna be there with you if you're broke. That, that most of them are only around because you have that money. And here's the thing, too. We spoke about this early today. It's gonna be somebody in your camp that yeah. gets you anyway. Yeah. It's always somebody watching, they hating. You the baller, you got all the money. All the fine women want to be in your... And when I say fine women, they know how much money he make. After taxes, when his <laughs> next check come, these women are professional... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Sack chasers. Sack chasers. Professional. <laughs> all right? And it's their duty to know how much money you make, how long your contract is, if you're in negotiations to get an extension. They, <laughs> what your incentive yeah, is. Yeah, what your incentive. They got, got, damn, they got the reports. You need about three more assists. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you average another bonus. two more assists, you want to get that bonus, <laughs> boo. So they know. So when you fly into a city, you think they just there? haphazardly mm -hmm. run into you in the lobby. They know these things. So you mm -hmm. are a target from women. You are a target from family members oh, who yeah. only see money oh, and yeah. they want you to solve all of their problems because you got it, Wayne. 250, come on, son. Let me just get five million. I got this, this you know, I'm gonna start this little lumberjack company and they don't know nothing about business. <laughs> not, not, never started a business in their life. Just came home, even thinking about this for five years. And the first person they wanna see is me. That is stressful, man. So, so, so yeah, your own family member. That's Dude, stressful. I've seen people die and come on, for $2,000, yeah. they just is turning the casket over. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, can you imagine yeah. $250 million? You 23 years old. He never has to play another game in his life. Yeah. And his family's family's family, if he did yeah. the money right, yeah. is already straight. Yeah. So, no, that's a lot of pressure. That it's is. dudes who can smell Pudusi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, you went to school. I remember you. Yeah. You was Pudusi then. Here in Memphis. He's not you like in Utah. Pudusi now. You know what I mean? In Memphis. If he was in Utah, then you it's know. different because you got the Mormons and yeah. you, you shaking up the Mormons yeah. like, yo, I'm, ah, I'm crazy. You're in Memphis. Bro. Yeah, Ezekiel and be like, leave us, sir. You know, Sean yeah. Marantalone. But this, this shit, yeah. man, listen. And the Memphis goons is yeah, about they, it. They thorough. It. They thorough. They thorough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not saying he's supposed to act all mm -hmm. nice and proper for white folk. Don't mess up the money. That's it. That's it. Buffer yourself with people you trust who are going to act of the same accord as you. I keep bringing it back to LeBron's team. I don't ever hear nothing <clears throat> bizarre about them, you mm -hmm. know, besides the fact that he's probably an Illuminati and all of that, right? Allegedly. Okay. Other than that. We're going to talk about that real quick. Okay. Yeah. I don't see his team. Yeah. He sent them to school. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Shaq wanted to get a master's degree, but needed seven other mm -hmm. people in the class. You know what Shaq did? He bought the class. Mm -hmm. Yo, you, you, you. Hey, hey, come here. Let's go get a degree. Dude, you can't beat that. Yeah. That means you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Show me who your team is, and I'm going to show you where you're headed. Because mm -hmm. as soon as that money start dripping and leaving him, 
Allen Iverson's situation was a little bit different. He was really like that. He was really like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they had to conform him. Yeah. He came in like that, yeah. though. I remember seeing him at the Rucker. He came yeah. in with a whole bunch of dudes who all looked like they just came yeah. home. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so we understood that, and he changed the whole culture of the NBA. Yeah. That's why they had to go back to suits and... You know, but Allen Iverson, I mean, uh, John Morant hasn't proven anything yet. And, you know what I mean? He needs to just, and his father, back to my point. Yeah. His dad has to take some responsibility. Mm -hmm. You his dad. Yeah. He, of course you want him to have fun, but you look like you enjoying this more than he is. You on the sideline beefing with celebrities mm -hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, and this and that. And now this whole attention thing because attention is toxic bro yes it is it's, it's real bad and now the dad yeah. him and him and uh uh who was that cat williams dad was going at it in the playoffs last year in minnesota cat williams and uh, uh 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 carl anthony towns oh yes uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah right yeah, remember yeah. them two was going at it yeah, yeah. friendly but still yeah. going at it bringing attention but, to themselves but so yeah, he's, I, he's I'm, bringing I'm he's he has he needs to kind of like chill because, like you said, he has like that type of attention on him, the league attention on him. Because remember, Memphis now they know him as being like showboaters and stuff like yes. that, shit talkers and stuff. So yes. now you're not getting like because of that too. So it's he got to just chill. And remember, I told you chill. the NBA is like the feds. Mm -hmm. They know everything. Stephen A. Smith just said that they are like the feds. They know everything about everybody. It's their duty to protect their assets. Yeah. So they know who the hustlers are, this, that. They know who you're around. They cover up a lot of things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it don't get out to the public, we'll deal with it in-house. But they're about to offer this little young boy up, so he's better. Just chill a little bit. And uh, Yeah, we're about to go to commercial break. But real quick, I watched the remake of House Party the other day. Okay, yeah. Not bad. Okay, you said that. Not bad at all. It's actually pretty funny. You said that. It was. And I'm not going to look at you until after the commercial I'm break. No, I'm, like, listen, don't listen to anybody else. Just watch it for yourself, and I think you'll get some laughs out of it. And they did that, that, that Illuminati part. Like, they weren't trying to make it so ridiculous. That, that, right, but that's how they do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were trying to make it look so outlandish yeah. and ridiculous that you go, ha, 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 man, that nah, I mean, crazy. But, but even the, the tropes in it, right? So we understand, like, comedy is based off of just, you know, our collective understanding. So the tropes in that part shows me that they are they are cognizant of what people believe about it. Yes. yes. You know what I'm saying? And like they tried to play it up. So that's it, it was interesting. Yeah. But the movie itself was not bad. All right. So before we go to commercial, I want to reiterate. I'm not talking about acting like a yes sir man in front of white people. Oh, you're I'm right, talking you're right. about conducting yourself like a sovereign individual that you are. And we have to stop associating that with playing up to white people. I think I'm not that's such a cop out. Yeah. I'm not talking about any think, of that. I'm talking about you know how to conduct yourself no matter where you are. I'm talking about keep your 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 thing with you and you know, or the people around you who are licensed to do that where you never have to do that. So I'm not talking about uh tempering down who you are to appease white people in any shape, form, or fashion. So I wanna make that clear. But being a gentleman is being a gentleman and having some damn common sense. Is having some common sense, and that's across the board. All right, so uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we shall return. And we shall return. Ready for a podcast that helps you get serious about life while giving you something to laugh about? Find what you want in life and love with the Girl Stop Playing podcast. 
Join Coriel for brand new episodes every Monday and Thursday on YouTube and all audio platforms. Past guests include gold medal Olympian Sanya Richards-Ross and Grammy-nominated rapper David Banner. Get motivated, tune in, share with a friend, and girl, stop playing. GirlStopPod.com Love is more than just a word or feeling. It's an action. Show your loved ones there's nothing in this world you wouldn't do for them by putting that feeling into action. Provide them with a peace of mind in good and not so good times. Putting your love into action starts with a simple phone call to Aris Stirrup, your New York Life agent. I can be reached at 951-319-1059. Let me help you provide your family with a peace of mind. Hello, wealthy family. This is Chanel, the Ascending Infinite Goddess, and I am happy to announce that I am back and in full effect, ready to work with you on your spiritual journey. Whether you're looking to balance your chakras with an infusion of Reiki energy, or you're looking to connect with your spirit team with an angel oracle reading and get some clarification or confirmation on your love life or your career, finances, or just life in general, or perhaps you're looking for a non-judgmental, safe space to receive some mental ease, I am here to help you. So be sure to visit my website, www.ascendinginfinitegoddess.com. See all the services that I provide. Get to know me a little bit better. And also, feel free to visit my YouTube channel, Ascending Infinite Goddess, and see hundreds of videos that I have available for free to help you on your spiritual journey. Until we connect again, stay alert, stay aware, and live in love. Peace. I think they're both gonna stay, and they're gonna try again next year. Just being realistic. Uh, uh, like it depends that. on. Uh, it depends on the coach. Hornet, the Hornets yeah, won. Yeah, I heard about with, the Hornets uh, uh, Westbrook. Westbrook. I wouldn't be mad. Minnesota has disgusted me this entire series. So <laughs> I'm, off, right I'm off that shit. Also, I'm gonna be upset that John Moran got this award. So I hope we see them in the second round. So Poole can whoop his behind. Ooh, for I seven like games it. I like it. In a row. back we are back thank you guys for joining us don't forget to support those businesses and you can promote your business at sales at urbanx.nyc yes i was telling wifey i want to take one potential mm -hmm. customer mm -hmm. you know what i mean who has it together and i want to run their ad for them for free for a little while so they can see the potential uh, of how we do hear things I wasn't, here. I wasn't in on that meeting 
Yeah, well, it's for the upper staff. It's, it's for the, on that meeting. It's for the high level employees. I'm about to start getting Dame Dash on y'all when I come into meetings. <laughs> oh, yo, y'all having this meeting without me? me? I'm about to start really turning up in here. Bring a camera with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, what the hell's going on? No, sit there, sit down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, just to show the potential. Beat up Eli for no reason. Yeah, I'm about to just. Start taking it out on everybody here. Why don't you stop going real? Listen, the Urban X Nation um, really comes out and supports if your business is, uh, you know what I'm saying, yeah. worthy of that. So, and I think people who rock with us can attest to that. Yes. You become a part of the family. And um, I'm hearing there's a new vegan. Uh, yes, Mr. Veganaire in the comments, he just said he just celebrated his one year anniversary of opening up his vegan restaurant. I meant to get to you before the commercial break. Congrats to you, sir. Congrats, man. Where's this located, man? I'd like to go yeah, there. Let and us get know. That grub. As a matter of fact, mention Urban X TV and it's 10% off if you go into his restaurant over the next man, I, 24 hours. Facts. I want my own meal. <laughs> I want, my, I want yeah, a meal yeah. named after me. You know yeah, I mean? definitely want the Black Dot special. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegan donuts in with, uh, you know, pasta or something. Black Dot Special. Yeah, the Black Dot Special. Me for the Black Dot Special. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be Black Seed Oil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, shout out to him because putting, uh, you know, running any kind of business. Oh, man. Hell yeah, man. And then it's, a, it's, it's, his business is a business of service. Mm -hmm. So you, you're serving great food to the community and getting our people to change their palate. You know what I mean? It's time. You know, your your elevation or paradigm shift is a total shift. Mm -hmm. So that means what you eat, what you think, what you drink, uh, your, how, how you love, how, how you receive and share love. So the paradigm shift is a multitude of things, and eating is a, a an essential part of that. So uh, I want to big him up for, for getting his restaurant off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that first year is a tough one. Yep. It's in Roanoke, VA. First black business owner over there. Congrats to you, man. Oh, uh, Roanoke, VA? VA. I'm, I'm coming down that way. Well, I don't know. It, it'll be in the daytime. Servigini. Yeah. Okay. I might have to swing by in the afternoon <laughs> and get me something to eat. You know? Yes. Congrats. 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 Truly congrats. I'm happy for you. First black uh, business owner over there. That is tough, man. an accomplishment, yeah. something to be proud of. And once you set it in motion, which you have, uh, the historical perspective of, of it is that you did that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And other people go, wow, I never really thought about that. Next thing you know, you got a chain of businesses in that area because sometimes you become the point of reference. That's what the black dot is. Mm -hmm. It's a point of reference. And so you become the point of reference for something to bring people into awareness that they too can do this. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you off and running, man. So... Really proud. If you're in that area, go by and show some support. Yes, Get a yes. meal. Yep. You're listening to the sounds of Urban X. So, you want to talk about Melly Mel? Let's talk Melly Mel, the God. So, he's been on uh, this platform. I think it's called Art of the Dialogue. Yeah, he do some very... Shout out Art of Dialogue. Some very good interviews about Biggie. Uh, all of the interviews of... he For some reason... He's able to pull things out of people, almost not like Vlad, like because he's not getting you to snitch, but he's getting some behind the scenes stuff that nobody else he's is giving up. He's getting like angry rapper stuff. No, not always. Uh, not always. That's what it feels like. It's not like, always. Because like the like the, always like the grabbing title is 
Jay Z smacked his mother. Like, whoa! Like, well, you gotta sell. <laughs> Biggie shot little kid. Whoa! Whoa! Well, you, you, you gotta sell it. But uh, them interviews be pretty good because I could tell he does his research. So yeah, yeah. So, but because uh, Belly Bell's been like trending recently because of his comments on Eminem, his comments on Kendrick. He made some comments on a few people, and his thing on Eminem totally agree with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, said, Eminem wouldn't be a top five rapper unless, like, if he was not white. I totally. Agree. And I don't know why people would have a problem with that. And that's not even a racist statement, right? It may appear to be, but yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. Just remove his face and put another rapper there, and tell me that it's not your man mm-hmm. from down the down the yeah, down the block. Like, I think once the novelty wears off, like, oh snap, he's rap, he can rhyme. It just kind of like okay. And he took foot nap to Eminem's credit, and I will say this. He never shorted the art form. He didn't just say, because I'm white, I'm going to do some goofy he stuff. He can rhyme. He can like, rhyme. Like, like the would... Beastie Boys, to me, were making a mockery of yeah. hip-hop. And, and I, I know that's a generation of people respect that. They didn't take the craft. Now, Third Base did mm-hmm. with uh, 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 Pete Nice and MC Search. They respected the art form. You felt it. Um, I didn't feel, uh, jump around. Jump up, jump up, and get down. Uh, um, what House of Pain. House of Pain, yes. I didn't think they really uh, pivoted. I just thought they were doing a little Irish thing mm-hmm. inside of hip-hop. Eminem respected. He studied the masters mm-hmm. who came before him. And in that sense, hip-hop only had one rule. You had to be down by law. Mm-hmm. And you had to qualify yourself by understanding the art form. There were many white graffiti artists. Mm-hmm. I know some people in FBA don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, uh, you know, different aspects. Yeah. But if you qualified yourself with your rhyme skill, and he did, and he never crossed over. I know he called the black woman a porch monkey or some shit one time. So we're not absorbing mm-hmm. him of anything Racial, but when his look into his catalog, it's trailer park shit. Mm-hmm. It's white people trailer park beat my mother up, you know Haley this and that, and you know whatever <laughs> the case may be. So he stayed within that construct of yeah. a vibration that resonated with his people. He so happened to be white, and Dr. Dre actually exploited him. Okay. Think about it. Okay. Dr. Dre was on the down spiral okay. after Shook took the catalog okay. and ousted him basically from death row because he wasn't built like that. Mm-hmm. And so him and uh, uh, Jimmy Iovine had an escape plan. Mm-hmm. So you leave them, leave, let them have mm-hmm. all of that, and we're going to find a way to re-emerge and bring your name back. And Dr. Uh, Dre looked at it and said, this white boy, mm-hmm. understanding how white people loved hip-hop. Mm-hmm. They just generally loved it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so he knew this was perfect, but it had to be the right white rapper. Yeah. And Eminem was that. Okay. And he took full advantage through the sales mm-hmm. and uh, and all of that kind of stuff. But Melly Mel is, is absolutely yeah, he's, true. He's completely right. He's so, com- you know, people get on Mel because Mel, he'll come across... Brass and bitter. Angry, a lot of them, very, very bitter. A, a lot of them old school, uh, 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 true school guys are like that. Because he said something about nobody wants to rap like Kendrick. Nobody can rap like Kendrick. That like, is a that, fact you know too. What I'm that so is like, a I, fact I, too. I, I, I didn't get what he meant by that. And uh, he was saying that Busta Rhymes is better than Jay Z. Uh, I mean, that's that's subjective. That's subjective. Your choice yeah, of yeah, MCs yeah. and stuff like that. And so, um, was it? Was it? Um, who was up there just going at? Uh, Marriage Oblige. Oh, Chaka Khan. Was it? Oh, 
Yeah, like Shaka Khan just gave her the business. <laughs> but she said she's cool with her. Yeah. Like that. And she said when she sang Sweet Thing, it was terrible. Said it was flat. And you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and it just was, but she said, but she yeah. she did clarify. She said, that's my girl. I told her that to her face. So I gotta respect that. Yeah. She said, that's my girl. I told her to her face. What the hell were you doing? Yeah. You, you she said I recorded that early in the morning. She said, you don't never record vocals early in the morning, girl. She said, you could be up all night smoking crack, it'll mm -hmm. be better than that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So we understand a lot of these pioneers who feel that their time has come and gone, but we see that dynamic in sports. Do you know what Charles Barkley would have been worth? I forget the the uh you know Sambo part mm -hmm. of him. Just his ability. I watched yeah. a nine-minute video of all of his highlights yeah. at six four, power forward, dribbling, dunking behind the back, pushing people out the way, throwing people in the stands. Ah. He probably made three million dollars at the height of his career. <laughs> yeah. Larry Bird made $24 million yeah. his whole career. These dudes is getting that as a part of a signing bonus. Yeah, that's like here for mid-level. That's the dudes who sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah. They never get in the game, right? Mm -hmm. So understanding from Melly Mel's point of view, who we call the ultimate MC. Like my Mount Rushmore is Melly Mel, Grandmaster Kaz, Kumo D, and Busy B. I don't even put them when I do a top five or time. Mm. I don't even start with them. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm going to tell you, well, Melly Mel, okay. uh, the first one to really bring social conscious mm. awareness to you know our culture and give it more of a telling our story with the message. Mm -hmm. Busy uh, uh, Kumo D, because he took out Busy B. Okay. Now, Busy B was the greatest entertainer. It was call and exchange. It was about partying and having mm. a good time. Kumo D was the first one to make dudes go back home and write. So when he battled him, mm -hmm. Grandmaster Cash was the ultimate hustler, playboy. He had four beepers on at one time. And I would see him in the club, story rhyme, teller, stage, uh, a lead MC of the greatest hip-hop group of all time, the Cold Crush mm -hmm. Brothers. So when you, them four are on my, Mount Rushmore as the ones who... Uh, really hold the architect and codex from an MC standpoint. Mm. Of course, you know, the DJ, whether you like it or not, is Bambada, mm. it's Cool Herc, <laughs> it's Flash, you know what I mean? And Grand Wizard Theodore, you know, stuff like that. So Melly Mel comes across bitter. Mm -hmm. He comes across brass. He's in his 60s and he looked like he can punch you out cold. Facts, yeah. Like he so you're to, not going to say nothing to keep, keep his damn shirt on. That's what he Yeah, yeah he's been taking his shirt off for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, just like No matter what the event, he finds a reason to take his shirt <laughs> and show his guns. He was at the Grammys. At the Grammys. Like, yo, what's up? And you know, after they perform, he back on stage with no shirt like this. I'm like, Mel? Yeah. Okay, Mel. We, we get it. So these are his opinions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They have to be taken with a grain of salt because yeah. a lot of them come across very bitter. Very few don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and they got their own little thing. Like one time, I had a book signing, and one of the, one of the elders, I ain't gonna mention his name, came up to me and said, "Look, oh, I was gonna come. I was right around the corner." I said, "Well, why didn't you come?" He said, "Cause you didn't invite me." I said, "I invited everybody." He said, "No, no, 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 no. With our old school true good, you have to personally invite us." And I was like, oh, fuck. So you see what I'm saying? I got to personally say, so-and-so, mm -hmm. I need you. Then you right around the corner. Mm -hmm. Come to the book signing. You know what I mean? So they have their own little thing. 
You know what yeah. I mean? And, and and they're serious about their thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So new school dudes is like, y'all don't want to hear that. I don't hear none of that. Mm-hmm. Even him and Joe uh, uh, Joe Button got into it. Melly Mel, a couple of years back, because somebody did a list and Joe Button was behind Melly Mel. He said, I, I'm not better than Melly Mel. Uh. And they showed the chart and Mel was like, yeah, nigga, you down here, nigga, ass crack, nigga. You, you, you number 47, nigga, you way down here. If this was a person, you down here, nigga, ass crack. I'm Melly Mel, nigga. I was like, God damn, Mel, shit, you know. So, you know, so, you know. It is what it is. Oh my gosh! Some of his statements you agree with, some of you yeah. don't. But how's that different than anybody else? Okay, you speak to. So yeah. Okay. Putting that in perspective. That's funny. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. I was like, yeah, he's uh, down in the X. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, um, serious news. There was another fire in the Bronx today, at another supermarket. Yeah. Five alarm. Fire that happened, but this time because I, when I first saw it, I was like another supermarket, you know, fire. But yeah. this time, apparently, I saw camera footage. It, it came, it started from a lithium battery in one of those scooters. Okay, so, so I mean, it looked like it just kind of and. So you think that was no? I'm just simply saying, don't underestimate. First of all, them, them lithium batteries are very dangerous. Yeah, so I, I they, yeah, they need to ban those because. They they are the cause of many many fires, mm-hmm. especially the cheap ones you're getting on the internet. Yeah, and everybody got these little scooters. I was gonna get one so I could ride to the store. Uh, the store's right over here. Yeah, but, it's, if yeah. you if you're in New York right now, oh my these scooters, man, they're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna get a fancy one though. They, they they are ridiculous. I saw a dude with a helmet on, and his helmet had lights on it, like a stereo system. Loser, man. I oh my god. Loser. But yeah, yeah, those lithium batteries, like there was a fight, some some dude uh it exploded, didn't it explode on him or something like that in the it's, And they're they they burning a lot of things down. And so you have to be very careful. Yeah, you have to like right now, here's the thing. So again, my brain went to conspiracy immediately. Right. I right. said, all right, that's the second one. Yeah, five big, alarm. Big, yeah, five alarm, yeah. Uh, fire and then the one that just happened in my neighborhood, it's gone. Like the the rubble and everything, everything is gone. Clean. clean. So they ready to start building whatever's about to go there build, right now. They're gonna build a uh, high rise. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. in record time they did that. So they're about to do the same thing with this place. Mm-hmm. And it happened on on the concourse on Fordham right there. Yeah, and see what we what we need to understand is is this. Um, I think the batteries could be being triggered also. That's what I was trying to say. Oh. Like you might be able to send like a frequency because now they got the Wi-Fi that can look through your walls. Did that? Did you sync it to that? Look yes. through your wall and see you. And they talking about it's for the protection of old people. Yeah. Like you know, if we don't hear from old people, we can look through their walls. Think about the mindset of somebody who would even create something of that yeah. magnitude. Yeah. And understand, you got to see these things both ways. Never look at this thing one dimension. You got to yeah. look at it from all perspectives. Yeah. Same thing with AI and all these other things. You have to look at the good. Mm-hmm. That's 100%. And you have to look at the potential for bad. Yeah, they say, like, all you need is Wi Fi. Like, everybody got Wi Fi now. Everybody got Wi Fi. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So understand the potential of these things that may be able to spark something mm-hmm. in there and they just happen to catch it on camera. Maybe they did. Yeah. But they be having 10, 15, 20 year plans yes. for a lot of stuff and you be in the mix and don't realize it. Not to suggest that this fire was. 
from all things concerned, remember, you go down the middle straight first. If you get an answer, yes. then you, you, you hold on to that. I did see it spark. Mm -hmm. They couldn't put the fire out. It grew fast as fire does. Mm -hmm. One thing led to another, you know, so, yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, just keep mm -hmm. that in mind. Okay. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Did you guys see Joe Biden and Al Sharpton marching on Selma? Oh, my God. It looked terrible. They looked Man. like zombies. What the? They wheel, who was that guy named in the wheelchair? He couldn't I, even move. I had no idea. It, it's, it's that. They put on shades on. He, he was dead. And, I, and, and, <laughs> he was dead. What was that movie? Uh... Then that uh, yeah, breakfast yeah. at Bernie's. Breakfast with a, at weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, he looked like. And son. Al Sharpton is a big ass bobblehead. No yeah. disrespect. No disrespect. And 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 Biden, whichever version of Biden that he was, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. They I, had the whole. He don't know. He don't know if he coming or going anymore. This is, this is you are all Biden sexuals. This is you, you yeah, know. This was this that was your bad, dude. man. You know what I mean? And it looked real bad. That was Jesse Jack. That wasn't Jesse Jackson. Was that Jesse? In the, that, that was not Jesse. No, I don't think that was Jesse. Nah, bro. Yeah, it might nah. have. <laughs> nah, that looked crazy. Yeah, it looked crazy. Crazy. That did look crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Ah man. Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh, that was. Je oh. That was Jesse. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Damn, son. Damn. Weekend at Biden's facts. Yeah, weekend at Biden's facts. If that was Jesse, Jesse going out like that. Yeah, that, he looked crazy, man. Well, they, he they, did kill Dr. King. And for him to be down there. Allegedly. Whatever. <laughs> <coughs> Take me to court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now nah, they they look they look they look nuts. Yeah, they, they look, look nuts. And what the hell is marching on Selma doing? We want peace. What, what was they saying? We want I justice. Have no idea for what? Come on. Son. Again, all you civil rights dudes, this is what we when we spoke earlier about our parents and things that they hold on to. If your parents grew up in that era, this was a moment to, you know, tap mm -hmm. into, you know, the trauma that they went through. Young people don't give a hell. They like, yeah. I don't care nothing about this. Yeah. Who are these old people? Why are they doing this? Uh, did they stop the game for this? Please yeah. get yeah. this off my screen. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's uh yeah, that, Let that go. That looked crazy. I was like, what the hell is happening here? Apparently, in the Philippines, there's a warrant out for Bill Gates' arrest. Mine. Um, yep. For the rollout of the jab. The, of the jab yeah. Because they said that was like premeditated murder. Premeditated murder. Something to that effect. So, so we could have told you this from the beginning. Yeah, we said it was a crime against humanity. This is a crime against yes. humanity. I stood on this same that's platform a fact. That's a, that's a and fact. said that. that you know fact. what I mean? And now the residual effects, it's sort of like when they put a stupor over people, mm -hmm. it's a spell that's cast. When the spell come up, people wake up and go, what just happened? Yeah. We allowed we allowed people to walk three feet behind each other. That was that was a... Yo, I'm, yo they're going to do a montage. If they put together a montage yeah. of... 2020, 2021. It's 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 embarrassing. It's I'm telling you, when Noble watched this, it's, and he's it's, it's embarrassing. Watching a Netflix, whatever special they have People at that time, with plastic crying and hugging, through hugging plastic, through big ass balloons. <laughs> you got grandma in a big ass rolly ball, and you can't, 
Yeah, people having a baby showers, throwing the gifts on the lawn. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah. You know, all kind of really, you in the restroom, you know, the supermarket, and it's a glass here. You trying to pay, you can't. Then when you walk around and you still give the people the money, oh, they looking God. right at you. In the restaurant, the <laughs> virus is only up at face level. But when you sit down, the virus ain't there. You can take your mask off and eat. Yo, and the virus God. is like, no, no, like a crackhead. Yeah. No, I'm a chill. Yeah, you said you got a few dollars for me. I mean, you know, ah, when I get up, I got to deal with this nigga. Put your mask on and now you fighting the oh, virus God, to get man. home. You six feet apart at the airport's. You know what I'm saying? Put your mask on. Yep. Stop coughing. Then we all get on the plane and shit. And we all in here eating peanuts and drinking sodas and shit. It was bad. Stand it was on bad. top of me. Dude. It was bad. It was it was bad, man. Fighting over toilet tissue. Fighting over toilet tissue. Boom. Blah. That's my toilet tissue. My hand said on Somebody said, yeah, clowning. Did y'all fall? Absolutely not. What'd he say? He said, yeah, clowning. Did y'all fall for the shot? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, none of us. None of us. <laughs> but I'm just simply saying, even if you did fall for the shot, yeah. the point I'm trying to make is not just the people who didn't. We all was. Because I had my mask on. I'm walking out. Oh, shit, I forgot my mask. That was the worst. You know what I'm saying? That was the worst. Walking with a mask on. Mask on my chin and yeah. shit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Put the mask back on. You see? Come on. We, we all were goofies. Yeah, it was bad. All it of was, us. That, that's what I'm saying. So I'm not... Absorbing anybody. We all were straight goofies. And it was just two years ago when we look back on it, it was bad, bro. Yeah. The things that we allowed them to tell us, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is real, man. Bro, bro, yeah. And like, you know, more information is coming out. We we already spoke about how uh Fauci uh commissioned an article to downplay um the lead the lab leak. Theory, which is coming out, and yes. everybody is coming out and saying like, "Yo!" So now you know it's crazy because now like all of like MSNBC, The View, Whitney, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, all of them are saying like, "Ah, that's not important now." Right, right. They're that's, trying to blow that off. Trying to, yeah, that's not the important thing now because you know Trump, he 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 made it racist. That's what. No, no, no. no. Spanish flu. And he said, West Nile virus, West, you get what I'm saying? It's the Wong flu. The Kong, uh, the Kong flu. The Kong flu. Why do you keep saying that, Trump? Because the people from China brought it over here. Okay? It is the Kong flu. That was hilarious. Okay? That's it. All right? You need to deal with that. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Damn. That was Jesse Jackson in the good world. That's crazy. Damn, I'm damn. still on that. <laughs> Cause I kept saying, "Who that man?" They yeah, keep rolling like, out yeah, there man, like, like that. Put him on his misery. Who was that? Yeah, Sheesh. it was him. Yeah, it was him. Damn. <laughs> my bad. Not really. Hmm. Whatever. My man Jane and myself still got my mask with me, just in case. More people seem to be wearing it now. I understand in medical facilities they still Yeah, I mean because you know, no, there's people who still have to get tested. Say like say you didn't get it, you still have to get tested, so you don't want it that to mess up your money. You get what I'm saying? If you catch it, you know what I'm saying? I've I know do, people do, do. who do that. It's nothing to catch. I know. Malcolm yeah, yeah, knows. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But there's people who gotta get tested like a week, like every week or something like that. You get know what I mean? Like oh, for okay. their job because they didn't take it. Got you, got you. So if that's uh, the case. All right, right. So they, you know. I seen a dude in his car by himself. I, I, I seen with his mask on. Yeah, I've seen a few of those. I'm yeah. like, yo, dude, hell, da, da, 
that. You're in there by yourself, yeah. homie. Yeah. It's just you. You're going to faint at the wheel. Yeah, right? you're going to faint at the wheel, <laughs> homie. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. No, so, you know. And we all can laugh together because we all played a role in it. Yeah, it was. We yeah. all played a role yes, in it. Yes, yeah. If you was flying, then that time you waited six feet like everybody else and you moved up and the supermarket had to go down aisle to come up aisle and this, that, and you, you had to wait. You know what I mean? Somebody coughed. Look, I've been coughing my whole life. Somebody coughed. Yeah, it was beef. During that it time, was... it was like, okay, nigga, one more cough. And we're going to be escorting you out of here. And I was going, <laughs> I think one time I was in a the movie theater and I, and I was, I was like, <laughs> anything not to cough, bro, because I've coughed. And, and shit, I was on a plane one time and I had to let one go. And I was like, <laughs> my eyes started watering. <laughs> Anything not to fucking cough, bro. Yo. I kid you not. And that cough niggas is gonna like. My nigga, you you alright? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I get it, man. And we were all we were all victims of that shit, man. All of us, bro. All of us was victims of that shit. I ain't gonna lie. We weren't, man. So, oh my god, we can laugh at it now, yeah, man. But yeah, just two years ago, bro. Oh and when god. the spell is over, yeah, everybody yeah. not only come back, we come back to our senses, and then we go, damn, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's embarrassing, man. Yeah. It's embarrassing the way that mind control stuff really works, man. Man, yeah, it really is. That man. is funny. Uh, we're gonna take a real quick commercial break. Yeah, somebody said I had to put my coffee in my pocket. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> 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 that was funny. Um, I had something else. Hold on, something else to get to. Before, oh, okay. So in San Francisco, there was a task force, reparations task force, and they agreed that I think it's fifty thousand uh, black people in that in that part of San Francisco, or like legitimate, like you know, FBA ADOs. I don't know what you want to like, you know, classify them, classify them as. But I think they will be due five million dollars a piece. That's what they said. Five million? Five million apiece. I think I got family out there. What part of uh I don't know. San Francisco's that? Five million apiece. But they buried the lead. They said, like, if you want if you read the whole article, they said that the city of San Francisco came out and said, We do not have that money. Oh, okay. All right. Right? So they were people were like sharing like the headlines. I just Could I move there really quick? And no, get I, my think money. You, I think you had to have lived in that part for like 15 years. Something something ah. to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No money for that. They're not paying me. Damn. Anywho. Five million for each resident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's more than what you got. <laughs> Hell yeah. Taking that bread. Hell yeah. I am taking that bread. So, uh, but yeah, that's... Somebody says, as long as I owe you, not broke. Yeah, that's funny. That, that's the shit my mother yeah, used to say. Yeah. And as a kid, I could never figure my auntie gave me ten dollars. As long as I owe you, you will never go broke. And I said, like, yeah, but I, I, I still don't have the ten dollars, so I always scratch my head. Are we coming back with um? Coriel. Yes, yes. Super dope podcast. Girl, stop playing podcast. Girl, stop playing. Girl, stop playing. We're going to talk about We're it. We're going to talk about it. Last time we ha- we interviewed Coriel, I don't even think she had kids. She might have had the first child. Maybe I don't not. know. We got, I'm going to ask her. I got I to gotta okay. figure that out. Okay, so we'll but take a quick commercial break. Quick commercial break. break, and we'll be back. And we'll be back. 
To our podcast listeners, please rate and review this podcast for us because it helps our podcast grow and we need all the support we can get. We thank you for your continued support. Now, back to the number one father and son podcast. And we are back. We are back in the mix. Uh, we love that skit. Yes, glad you guys, glad you guys. Glad you um, guys could appreciate it. Enjoyed that. Yes. Enjoy a little bit of funniness. Uh, we had a great time doing it. Mm-hmm. We always do. It's 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 spontaneous, and that makes Malcolm mad because Virgos are like are, are very structured. So he wants to know what his lines you know what I'm are. Saying? I want to know what he my, wants to get into his moments. My, you know, and I'm Virgo too, but I'm August Virgo, the best month of Virgo. What's my inspiration here? And you know so I could just move on the fly a little bit more. But uh, we got some stuff coming. I, I'm gonna convince Malcolm to, you know, go back in the in the trunk and pull out a whole bunch of the costumes and. Uh, Let's get it done. So yes. without further ado, Malcolm, bring us on in. Yes, uh, let's bring Corpio in the house. Hey, hey. Can she get an introduction? Yes, Jeez. it's Corpio. This is the uh, host of the Girl Stop Playing podcast. She is an entrepreneur. She is a mama. She's a wife. Shouts out. Welcome back, actually, because we actually interviewed her a couple years ago. Right? Am I right? Can we hear you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. What year was that? Was that twenty? I think I was twenty twenty one. Think so. Anyway, we're glad to have you here. Yeah. 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 Did you had you had your first son at that think... time? I don't think so. That was March, March twenty twenty one. So I think I was either just about to have him or I had just had him, but I didn't had a whole nother baby by now. Listen, exactly. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Congrats. Congrats. So. Thank you. Listen, everybody wants to know, how do you do it? Because I see you all the time. You're working like crazy. You always got a new episode of the pod coming out. You was just at a kid's birth. You just threw a Taco Tuesday for your, uh, for your son. How do, how do you yes, do it? How do you do it? Things. Listen, prayer and the best partner possible. So ah, I ah. definitely... Definitely could not do it. Um, I don't. I don't say that I have like a, a village in the traditional sense of like you know the the entire family, everybody's nearby. But having the right partner, I would say, is like that's the key. So definitely being able to split the duties um, and have somebody to share that responsibility with is the only way that is possible. Shout not only that, to, what's his name, Kendrick? I don't want to get his name wrong. Kendrick. Shout yes, out to Kendrick. Yes, yes, yes. Not only that, you look amazing all the time. Now, how are you pulling that thank off? You. Uh, you know. look, my lash, look, my lash about to come off right now. So thank you. I appreciate it. I just threw these on. I threw the baby day lashes on. So thank you. I appreciate that. So so how has motherhood uh changed you? Because it's one thing to uh from the outside looking in, but when you actually experiencing it, how has that made Coriel a better woman, a better person, you know, a better spiritual being, so to be, so to say. So I think that I am forever a work in progress. But when I tell you that of all of the jobs, all of the titles, all of the things that I have done, there is nothing that can challenge you like being a parent. <laughs> and Malcolm, I know you talk about it all the time. It's like, you be thinking you going to tell somebody what to do. These kids do not care at yeah. all. They don't care about who you think you are. They don't care about what you accomplished. They don't care about what you got to do today. They don't care about what time it is or what's mm. on the calendar. Like they care about what they want. And so definitely having to put my 
um, you know, my thoughts, my wants, my needs to the side to be able yes. to manage um, being a mother, but then also trying to give myself grace to have thoughts and feelings and, you know, all of the things that, you know, that life requires. So it's a challenge for sure. I don't know how women have been doing this for all of these years, just to be honest. And that's why I say women are the most amazing beings on the planet, because just from the outside, well, I'm a hands-on dad, so I know, but just to watch the way women operate and still put on that brave face, still come out shining and and then as, as a man, my wife has to do all of those things you mentioned, and she still got to take care of me. There's there's so much more that goes into it that men would just give up, and they'd be like, I I can't do all that. You know what I mean? So, uh, kudos, kudos, facts. Yeah. And 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 now, two kids. Like how? Like like. And I I don't like so. How has your your um your work life balance been since the second child now? Uh, awful, okay. terrible, okay. bad. Okay. I respect I mean, it. I respect it. I respect can we it. be honest? Listen, I, I respect honest? it. I'm literally like tiptoeing back into work. Like I've been on maternity leave. I really took a true maternity leave this time. Okay, and that is even a challenge. You know, especially as an entrepreneur, a full time entrepreneur, you have to fund your own maternity leave. You have to try, attempt to set up you know, to set things up so mm. that they still kind of run without you. Um, and then there is no way to prepare to go from one child to two children, especially because of the age, you know, my, my older son is about to turn two. So he's just now developing his language. And mm. thank God, I keep telling people this, like, thank God he cannot form full sentences yet because <laughs> if he could really tell us, how he is feeling right now, like yes. it would, it would be bad. He can yeah. only like put, you know, small phrases together. So I'm thankful for mm. that. But it's definitely a challenge, and it's on the job training. That's the only way to do it. Mm. There's nothing that can prepare you for this. And how has so? And I feel like I've asked you this like the first time uh, we in, we uh, we interviewed you, but uh, your marriage. I don't like. Were you guys even married? Like I know you guys were together, but. Like, um, how has that transitioned from, you know, it just being you two to now it's being you four, plus you have a business that you're running as well. Like, how has that changed? You know, me and my husband, we really, like, we cannot complain because we were the type of people, we love to travel. So we would literally decide today is Monday on Wednesday. Let's go, you know, let's go somewhere. Let's go on a trip. Like, we would be on a layover and decide mm. to say that, you know, like we were very mm. spontaneous. We really enjoyed each other. We really, really, really got a chance to do all of the things. So we can't complain, but because we got a chance to do all of the things, we miss being able to do all of the things. Yes. <laughs> and so we are definitely still very intentional about date night. We just came mm. from a concert last night. We just had the baby, uh, the birthday party on Saturday. So mm. we are very intentional to, invest just as much time and energy and attention in one another as we do to the kids. Cause eventually these kids are going to be gone and yes. we still have to have something to stand on. So, um, but it's, it's challenging. Like the, I, I feel like there is no better man for me than the one that I have. And we still are, you know, challenged with trying to figure out parent parenthood, like mm. partnership. That's why I started off by saying that like the right partner, that's the recipe. That's no, to all of life's challenges. Yeah, that, that's that's, really that, that's a very critical part of it because 
There's going to be peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows in this piece. But knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that you and your partner are going to ride that wave is going to be all you need. Because some days I'm not going to be at my best. And some days wifey not going to be at her best. But as long as collectively we're on the same page and we're pulling, sky's the limit. I want to ask you um, a question. I want to roll the tape back to entrepreneurism and like what made you... Get into that. What made you want to, uh, because uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you've worked jobs and was like, yeah, this, this is not for me. At what point did entrepreneurship become uh, what you were going to be in pursuit of and how important is that for you? So I definitely have worked all of the jobs. I got my first job at 14 and I've literally done all of the things mm-hmm. um, to learn like what I'm good at, what I really like, what, you know, how I could best use my skills. And so I've never been afraid of hard work. Entrepreneurship is the hardest work that you will ever have. Thank you. Thank you. Because there's nobody that's, that's, first of all, there's nobody that's guaranteeing you a paycheck. Like if you don't earn it, you don't get it. Um, And you are in control. Like if the ship is, if the ship is being steered well, then kudos to you. But if the Mm -hmm. ship starts to sink, then it's still on you. And that's a lot of responsibility. So entrepreneurship, like shout out to anybody who's even attempting it. But I started out as a teacher. I taught second and third grade and I knew like ever, ever, ever (laughs) that I was not going to retire. Like that was not my plan. I knew that I did not have 20, 30, 40 years in me um, in the classroom. And so I actually stumbled into entrepreneurship. It definitely wasn't something that was on my radar or, you know, something I was even planning to do. But life came at me fast and I had to figure out, you know, what where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do so that I could actually, you know, they say, make sure you're not just mm-hmm. living, not just existing, you're living. Like I felt like as a teacher, I was comfortable, but I was definitely, you know, living a um, a less than life, like having to decide how can I afford to enjoy this life that I'm living while I am pouring all of my time and energy um, into this job that doesn't love me. So trying to figure out how to balance it all. Um, but I definitely did not have like that leap of faith where I just decided one day I'm going to quit this job and become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, it didn't happen for me like that. Got you. Great. Also, let me ask you one more question mm-hmm. before you get into that, Malcolm. You know, as I watch you teach about entrepreneurship and you're helping people, I never see you over glorify the good part. And that be the what I love most about you. It's a real conversation about real things. And I say that because sometimes you watch these, these uh, entrepreneurs and they're only telling you about the great things. And we know that there are great things. There are ups, there are downs, there are challenges. So how do you go about balancing that when you're teaching somebody preparing them for all of it, not just sell them a a dream of, you know, you out here partying and having a good time, but letting them know that there there are levels to this. So how do you go about making sure that potential people who want to work with you understand, you know, the difference? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's our responsibility. And I say our, because it's anybody with a platform, anybody with a microphone, anybody with a voice, which is all of us, everybody's not using it, but everybody um, who is an example of what people are aspiring to do, I feel like it's our responsibility to talk about like the valleys and not just mm-hmm. the mountaintops because mm-hmm. if you don't, and this is across the board, anything I talk about, whether it's entrepreneurship, marriage, motherhood, like I 
am going to keep it real because if you don't, you're doing people a disservice who are looking to you um, to help make their life a little bit easier, help their journey, um, you know, help them have a smoother journey. And so if you don't do that, when people run into those obstacles or those challenges or when they find themselves in the valley, they're not going to know how to handle it. They're going to feel like, you know, they they're the only one making mistakes. They're the only one that has, you know, run into these challenges because everybody else is making it seem like it's smooth sailing, it's mm-hmm. glitz and it's glam. And so I try my best to talk about not just the money I made, but the money I've lost, the bad yes. partnerships that I've had, the terrible relationships oh. that I had. Like I I talk about my husband so much mm-hmm. now because of the craziness that I've been through before. And it's like me being able to share with other women, it's worth it. If you just stick it out, if you just, you know, don't settle all of the bad, you know, will, will be overshadowed by the good one day. If you just keep going. Mm, Great point. So uh, girl, stop playing pie. Right. So tell me how that came about. And, First, tell everybody what the podcast is about and then t- explain how that came about. Because I know you had a couple of different um, platforms that you started yourself. But this, I felt like since you started, it's been like on a like a real uh, quick climb. Thank you. Yeah, so I actually started my first podcast in 2016. Um, it was called Confessions of a Workaholic. It was way back before podcasting was like, you know, like the thing. Mm-hmm. Every You, you got to be doing it. And I didn't know what I was doing, like clueless, so much so that I just, I loved it, but it was not profitable for me. And it came to a point where it was taking up so much time and it wasn't necessarily adding any benefit to my business other than it was just something that I enjoyed doing. And so part of me was like a little, you know, a little uh, mad that I had not figured out how to monetize it. Mm -hmm. And then another part of me was just kind of mad that everybody had jumped on this podcast train and I like to be um uh unique original I like yes, to yes. you know be an innovator I like to not just be on the same bandwagon as everybody else so I kind of let that get me off track and mm. you know kind of let that cloud what I knew that I was being called to do and so I had to have a girl stop playing moment with myself where I had to say you got to stop playing with this like mm. you then let Everybody come mm. in here and take your, you know, take your game mm. plan and just run with it and look what the podcast industry is now. And mm. so I had to have my own stop playing with it moment. And I realized that so many of us um, men too, so many of us have those moments where it's like, okay, you got to stop playing with what you know you're being called to do. You got to stop playing with what you know Amen. God is directing you to do and forget how it looks, forget your current view, like keep your eyes on the vision. And so um, me having that moment with myself, which is how I come up with any business, any business you've ever seen me do is because I've been through something and I'm like, yo, somebody mm-hmm. else out there is going through this too. Mm-hmm. And so that's where Girl Stop Playing came from. Um, I host uh, every single week. I drop one to two episodes and it's all about helping black women specifically learn how they can stop playing with their potential and start working for what they want in life and in love. Um, Season one is all about relationships and entrepreneurship, but season two starts next month and I'm going hard in the paint Mm -hmm. on relationships because there's not enough 
people out here expressing um, and 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 empowering Black women to go after the love that they desire. Um, I believe that all of us have the potential to be loved properly. We just got to prepare ourselves for that. And so that's what Girl Stop Playing is going to help you do. Now, <clears throat> one of the things Hold that... Hold on, let me drop a bomb. Oh, facts, facts. Drop a bomb. So one of the things that I noticed initially is like, yes, it's called Girl Stop Playing, but you have had a lot of black men on the show as well, talking about their perspectives in relationships as well, which I definitely appreciate because a lot of the times when, you know, uh, these kind of, when platforms about relationships happen, it's always about like one perspective. And once that happens, it can get just really, just really, I think, unproductive. Yeah. So applause to you. Yes, definitely. Was that intentional when you did that? Of course. And, and when I look at my analytics, the, my audience is single women. It always has been single women, but they want to hear from men. And I, I have always said, like, I believe one of uh, my greatest gifts, I've always been the homegirl. I've always had homeboys. I, you know, have a brother. I've always just had males platonic male relationships who I could ask, like, what are y'all really thinking? What are y'all really doing? Or I hear their stories of what, you know, the games they were running on, on, you know, the Mm -hmm. girls that they were dating. And so I've always been able to lean into those relationships to save myself from some of that foolishness. I still, Mm -hmm. you know, made my fair share of mistakes, but Mm -hmm. I did save myself from some of that trouble. And so I know the value and the benefit of hearing from men, if that's who you want to partner with. You know, and my platform, obviously, we are promoting Black family, which, of course, is, uh, you know, in order to, you know, um, further the Black family that requires the Black man and the Black woman. So having these conversations in a healthy way, and especially with the mindset of, like, we need each other. At the end of the day, we could talk about Black wealth, we could talk about Black business, we could talk about Black community, but unless the Black family is at the foundation of that, all of that other stuff is going to come crumbling down. So Black family is everything to me. And really, I think that's the key like to all of these other dreams we have for the black community. It starts with the black family. I knew there was a reason I love this lady. God damn it, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Preach, yes, preach. Yes. Now, if you ever need like a real old perspective on love and relationship, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. that is here yes. to give you some honesty. And listen, I know how to behave on other people's platform. You know, I get here and this is my platform. I can wild out. You at your house. You wild out here. But when I'm at other people's houses, I know how to take my shoes off, put them in the corner, sit down and relax until you're called upon. That's what my wife tell me. We going out. Look, we're going around some of my friends. Stop it. I'm going to tell you now. Stop it. Don't start. So I know how to behave. So if you you need that, I'm here for you. Of course. Come on down to the ATL. I'm going to be down there soon. Oh yeah, Malcolm's All right, Malcolm, down we already there. talked. We're gonna get you up. We we need that. You know, it's it's as crazy. Well, it doesn't sound crazy because I know y'all know this, but you can literally learn so much just from hearing somebody else's perspective. Malcolm, like your opinion and your experience as a new father is just as valuable as Dot's experience at, you know, having decades in the game mm-hmm. because there is so much that's different right now and so mm-hmm. many like growing pains that you only know about when you're going through it. So yeah. having these conversations, <laughs> I think it's super helpful because these kids, man, oh. it's, it's a lot. Oh. It's a lot. Listen, Noble, it's he's a like Noble, like he's learning about emotions now. So if I yell at him, like, Noble, stop, he'll yell at me frustrated because he sees me <laughs> frustrated. 
and that one that that gets me upset, but I gotta laugh too because that was adorable. Right? Yes, I gotta. Yeah. Right? Like, yes, kids say the darndest things, as they say. But, but yes, uh, that that is um that is definitely um important. So, what do you feel like is next for uh, Girl Stop Playing Pot and just you in general? Yeah. So I so as I mentioned um just a second ago, all of the businesses, all of the brands that I've started over the years have literally been like. Personally, this is what I'm going through. I have seen this is a need because I've seen it myself. Mm -hmm. And so I am in the process of um, creating a resource. I'm still like putting the final touches on it. This has been like my maternity leave like mm -hmm. project. I, I'm coming off maternity leave, giving myself more work to do, but <laughs> creating a community really, truly where we can have conversations specifically for black women. Everything I do, y'all, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you, but it's for black women, <laughs> everything that I do. And so this specific community is going to be where we can share these resources through conversation um, around motherhood, around marriage, around money, around mindset, and around mental wellness, because we talk so much about entrepreneurship, but y'all don't need anybody else under the sun to tell you to go start a business. You've heard that. Like you have heard it a thousand times, but who is talking to you about preparing to become a mother? Who is yes. talking to you about truly preparing for the partnership and commitment uh, required for marriage? Like who is talking to you about the importance of having your mind right and your mental wellness? We hear about mental illness, but how often have you heard mental wellness? You know, we don't even mm -hmm. talk about the other side of it. So um, putting together that resource before the month ends, I'm actually hosting a free virtual summit. I'm going to be opening up registration very soon, ladies, okay. but it's called the Soft Season Summit. So we've been Ooh, hearing all about like this it. soft life. It's for women who are ready to step into their soft season where, you know, we can truly start um uh, putting ourselves in position to attract the things that we desire in all of those areas instead of going out here and being in our masculine where we're doing, 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 doing. This uh, virtual summit is going to emphasize the importance of just being and allowing what you want, what you desire, what you deserve to flow to you. Super, super dope. Super dope. Super dope. Sign. And that's sign at the end of the month. Yes, that's at the end of the month. So stay okay. tuned, ladies. Yes. Yes, we so. will uh, have when you do have them links and all that ready. Make sure you get them to us because we have plenty of women uh, who would love to participate and be involved show. Uh, for something of that nature. Because we we're advocates yeah. of all things positive, especially for for the black family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We mm -hmm. we stand. That's what we plant our flag in the sand as well. You know, and so that resonates heavy with me because. Beyond anything else, man, if we if we get the family together, we're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, when all the smoke clears and the business opportunities flutter and this and that, I need to know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, I have the family in place because that's true legacy. Yes, Absolutely. yes. Facts. So, guys. Yes. So, where, where can, can you, you be reached? reached? Where can you be reached? Also, the link to the podcast is in the description below. The Girl Stop Playing podcast and her YouTube channel in the description below. And everybody go subscribe right now. Yeah. Right. Go subscribe. Go subscribe. I'm still, listen, YouTube ain't putting no respect on my name just yet. So, we're still working on that. Thank you to everybody who already said they subscribe. Look, we're just trying to get to 10K right now. We're just trying to Yo, get to 10K. I'm not going to okay? lie. I feel like one day I looked up and you were at 7K. I'm like, oh, snap. Like, it kind of just. We working. Yeah. Working. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. it. You're doing your thing. I was just like, I just looked like, oh, snap. So, super, super we dope. 
Did Lakers you. in the yes, description I'm below? Yes, I'm everywhere. I'm Choreo everywhere, all social platforms. Um, definitely come hang out with me on Instagram. That's probably the uh, first place that you'll be able to find the registration for the free summit at the end of the month. But I drop brand new episodes on the podcast at least once a week, most of the time, twice a week. And it's on audio and video. So I appreciate y'all so, so much. <laughs> um, and Leslie, I did love my voiceover. Y'all know what's crazy. I won that Comcast that commercial y'all play is a Comcast commercial that I won like a grant for. And when my husband heard it, he was like, is that Leslie? Oh, wow. Commercial? Wow. Like, that's, there's no way that that's Leslie. Oh. And then when y'all played it, you said it was her too. So I said, okay, I guess it's Leslie. Oh, I guess it is. That's how small of a world it is. That's how oh. big the urban X platform is. Oh wait, that happened like by accident. Wait, how did that I happen? I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to just, Comcast must've, must wow. work wow. Oh, shouts, that is, no, no, so the Urban X Nation is is uh oh, that's a, super a dope. Is the truth out here. That it's is true. Fire. Because yeah. we like we played it like when we you know preparing the show and I'm just like, oh snap, is that, is that and my pop's like, yeah, that's her. I was like, nah, that's is that her? Yeah. We debated that's crazy. Wow. Crazy. Yep. Small world. So Small I appreciate world. you, Leslie. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. We, we, we bridging gaps over here, man. Put some respect <laughs> right. on that name. So once again, we want to thank you for sp taking time out. Because uh, you've been with us for like 20 minutes. That's like a, a four hours away from the babies, boy. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you. So I know, right? I appreciate it. Uh, salute to your husband for yes. helping to hold you down. Yeah. And uh, we we'll send talk the baby to you some soon. gifts, too. Yes, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for all the great content. And thank y'all for tuning in, everybody. No all problem. Right. Peace. Peace. Yes, so we are... We still on? Yeah, good, good, good. All right, all right. Yeah, that was dope. Really, really, really... Really, uh, really dope. I'm glad we got that. Always done. love Coriel's mm -hmm. energy. Uh, She's doing the uh two, two babies mm -hmm. now. And she got them close together, so... It, you know, she's gonna watch them grow. That is, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, I was no, just it's, had a, it's, I was just at a kid's birthday party on Saturday. Oh my god! And this like, one why lady, would you do that? huh? Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, I have no idea. This one lady <laughs> had four boys, two, four, six, and eight. And you, you know what? I guess like when you're a parent that long, you just stop seeing them. But I would like, you know, the people there, we were facing the brunt of. All of their wrath. Like, they were crazy, bro. I yeah. was just like... And she sat there because what you didn't understand was this was her moment to go, just run. Yo, I, and, and I know you're like, man, why don't she see her kids doing this and that? She see them? I was just like, she what see the them, hell? But she like, man, I, I need a break. And then kids' birthday party because this is, you know, I'm watching over. So I'm watching to make sure he's being nice. You know, he's interacting with kids. Cool. Make sure he's not being mean. Cool. And make sure anybody messing with make him. Make sure nobody messing with him. Make sure he's not tearing the place up. It's it's exhausting, bro. I would yeah. just sit there like... You're making small talk with other parents. Yeah. And parents you don't know. Hey, welcome back Whoa. to another episode of the Girls Stop Podcast. What was that? I think that's... Okay. That was... uh. Well, you got a plug. Free plug in there. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? So, um, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that uh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's a, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going. To I would usually relegate wifey. You know, I would yeah. prepare her as she went out the door. Hey, hey, stay strong with all them little kids. Stay yeah, real. Yeah, man. I was, real strong. I was tired. But I'm not gonna make that trip. I was tired. Yeah, yeah. 
But um, let's let's take some questions. Let's take some real questions quick. real quick before we get up out of here. Are we doing an after show? This that was the after show. That was anytime we give you an interview like that, that, <laughs> that that's the after, the after show. show. Gotcha. We'll do what on Thursday then. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the Raptors? Uh, the Toronto Raptors. They did a video for Women's Month because it's Women's Month, right? Uh, and then somebody said something like, "What makes a woman special?" Somebody said like having you know them having babies, and then backlash because. You know, oh, you can't say that. All women don't have babies, or can't oh, you can't say that. So they had to apologize, and people are just like, "Fan." Yeah, well, that's what the world we live into. Fan. But I'm glad you brought that up because I thought today we would honor our mothers. Oh yes, okay. as is uh, Women's Month. Yes. All right. We we we'll do it Thursday because I want to put yeah, some pictures. Yeah, man. Put some pictures up of our mothers, yeah. and so and we want you to do the same. Thursday, we're honoring because it's Women's Month all month. And, you know, I know it's corny to some people, this and that. But it gives us an opportunity to honor and respect the women we love. So Thursday, homework assignment. Uh, I have some pictures of your mother ready. And we might be uh, putting them up. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, or, or your wife or whoever, you know, you, you choose to honor. And let's just, you know, kind of honor some people because all month long, we're going to honor some people. As a matter of fact, I think we, we should do like a, a t-shirt line really quick. I'm Malcolm just not trying to hear nothing yeah, about like, a goddamn t-shirt. I'm not trying to see another Malcolm shirt. I'm not going to see another you. shirt. Another like, shirt, another hoodie. shut I'm the not, hell up <laughs> about a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, so we'll honor the mothers. Somebody said, nah, my mom owe me $5. That's funny. He said my mom. What happened at Rolling Loud? Because I saw the... I saw. Oh, there was a real demonic... Type of thing with, with uh, uh, Uzi and Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi's new song. Okay, or I saw a little bit of, I saw a few clips of that. Yeah, interesting. They're not even as 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 Stanley said on Twitter. They're not even trying to hide. No, they just they just what uh, they're doing anymore. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Just it's just out and the, open. <clears throat> it's all out in the it's open. All out in the open. Yes. Like they just doing whatever. But those those concerts, man, I just can't get into them, man. Like, if first of all, it's too many people. Yo, I I, I just watched the. HBO version of the Woodstock '99 doc, and it's, it, it was nuts, bro. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I watched it, the Netflix version, the HBO version was was cool too. It's too many people, way too many way people. Too many people bro. I, I, I need to know where the restrooms are. I need to know where and, like this. I people, get something to eat. This people to like down. high on specific drugs as oh, yes. this music is happening, no, no. going through whatever they're going through. So like, that's that's the combination. Yeah, if you on uh, you know psychedelic drugs, the lighting and yeah. the sound. Takes you and then collectively, remember, it's a collective consciousness there. And once that collective consciousness is heightened, you open it up right above them mm -hmm. is that vortex that opens up where energy comes in, energy moves out. You saw a uh, Travis Scott concert. Yeah. Yo, that that looked, wasn't that something yeah. weird running across the crowd there? Yeah, I yeah, saw it. Yeah. You saw it. You know what I mean? So this becomes a haven for satanic. Or, or, or demonic energy to move back and forth. So very, very yeah. uh, spooky stuff. Stay out of those places if you can. Yeah, we're gonna bring back the old school with the with the red light in 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 in, in the apartment joints and in, just kind of jam. Put that because I'm I'm getting back into the records. Put the wax on. Play the records. Sit around with the old people and jam. You, you might be able to come. You know what? You come and put the records on for us. That used to be my job. Our uh, playlist was them 45s yeah. you put up on that little arm and one drop at a time. I must say, Dwayne, get it. put them records yeah. on now. Oh, Dwayne, little DJ now. Oh, now. 
They playing cards. We're going to get back to playing cards and, and, and get down for the get down. Somebody said Duke Deuce body slammed somebody, but it could have been scripted. I saw that. I like Duke Deuce. Like, I like his music. I don't know why. I don't know, but he slammed the hell out of that I person. like his music. I don't know why, but he... He be having some joints. Yeah, yeah. So. He got like he for a big dude, he moves like he got like really good footwork. Like some of his dances, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we charge the dollar to get in. Yep, yep. We charge the dollar to get in the party. Uh, Fifty cent for fellas. I mean for ladies, dollar mm-hmm. for fellas. Come on in, bring your own brown bags. At Glorilla Show, somebody died. Yeah, somebody got trampled. At I Glor- heard. I heard. Glorilla Show. I heard. Yeah, yeah. These concerts are, are really out of control. I'm with you, Dot. Been buying vinyl the past two years. Yeah, man, I gotta get back into the vinyl, man. Get me one of them old school. Yeah, sets, I like man. I like when artists like have a vinyl of their albums, especially those good albums. Like. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, talk about Kanye. We spoke about Kanye uh, possibly going back to Adidas. We spoke about that a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, I haven't seen a real confirmation. I've seen talks about it. I've seen people saying he might do it. I haven't heard anything official yet. Yeah. So that's why we're just kind of waiting on it. Even though I said that kind of undoes everything that mm-hmm. he kind of claimed to be fighting for. He kind of yes. claimed to be fighting for the ability to say what he wanted, the ability. And all he wanted was the ability to be accepted be, right. by white America. If that's the if case. If that's the case. You know what I mean? And so that's why I'm always telling people don't get it connected to the individual, yeah. use the energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That they, because uh, he's cannon fodder, yes. but he's opening up paradigms of conversation that need to be had yeah. because he exposed a lot. Balenciaga, mm. uh, the banks, uh, Adidas, yeah. Kim Kardashian, Puma, like Jay-Z. all of that stuff. Yeah. Puma got the new ad with uh, Dwayne Wade's daughter in it. Yo. Yeah. Yo, it just came on the TV and we looking like, is that? Dw-? Yeah. And it yep. was. Like yep, so, and they didn't even like you know what made it slicker. They didn't say nothing. Like they no. didn't like make it right. It, it is what it is, and it was just she like, looks like a girl. That's the scary part. She looks like a little girl. Creepy, you know. And Jay Z, of course, runs Puma, so that's a, an endorsement. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Jay Z, right. they say got a new deal coming out uh, with something dealing with Times Square. They're gonna start bringing entertainment back to the Times Square area oh. and Rock Nation, TXR or something. Is, I guess they've been giving these massive concerts in Times Square, so so look for that from, from Jay-Z and stuff. Uh, Dotson, do you think college football needs an overhaul? Roster spots are smaller with the transfer portal. I don't uh, like the transfer portal uh, because now you're moving, sort of like moving, too much has happened. And I think, don't get me wrong, you should have the right, but if this is about football... Mm-hmm. It's it's like the it's like the NFL now. I can get traded to another college. But remember, remember we talked about those. We talked about uh, that stat about all of those transfers don't work out. Don't work out. So you that's what I mean. So it's oversaturated. Yeah, you transfer at your own risk. So it should be a very exclusive. Yeah, thing. and I think yeah. these players should have a better understanding of what can happen if you enter the transfer portal and you don't get picked up just because you're not getting picked. You're not getting. Uh, Burn here don't mean exactly. You know what I mean you're gonna get and burned that's at that. That's what I school. mean by oversaturated, and you might overvalue yourself as a player. Yeah, you might be a, a third tier player, and you think you better than that, so you transfer to another school, and you're still a third tier exactly. player. Exactly. So now. you know it's very important. The ones who take advantage are prime players who they know they have something else on the other side. The rest of you guys need to stay put. 
and get you an education. Yeah, education. That's what uh, you need to do. Static vibes. What's up with you? Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't. Who? They talk about the gay insults at uh, in, in New York City with SMD and Hassan saying we just said to do it. I I don't know. I don't I don't. Pay uh, I, don't I don't know about any of that stuff. Yeah. I stay out of that. It's above my pay grade. And by that we mean we don't. Yes. Yeah. We just don't. Four Americans that just got kidnapped in Mexico. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Mexico is dangerous. No, bro. apparently it was like mistaken <clears throat> identity. Was it? Yeah, they got like they got targeted wrong for some reason. And, and then it'd be too late. Nah, so we were just watching that white guy, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently the Mexican cartels are very smart with what they do. Mm. Right? So they understand we just kidnapped some four Americans. Not good for business over here. Right. Brings too much heat over. We're just trying to move our drugs. That's it. Right, right, right. We're Absolutely. Just trying to move our weight. Our product, yes. You know what I'm saying? So let's just let them. I, I think they're going to let, let them go. go. I think so. I hope so. I think so. I hope so. I didn't hear Trump's speech at uh, CPAC. I did not hear it. What did he say? I don't know. But apparently, uh, in like the polls right now, he's leading huge. Like even over DeSantis. Really? Yes. So people are saying DeSantis should just go on the VP ticket mm. under Trump. I don't see that happening. But they would win. I think so. Yeah, they definitely would I think win. I think so. Okay. Yeah. But I think, see the thing is, like I said, there's been a schism within the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. There are people, there's the Trump people and then the people, the, the establishment Republicans, they're trying to get DeSantis because he's just a better quote unquote look. Mm. For the Republican Party, got you. You got know what I'm saying? So no, I, no, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I think there's a civil war happening or a brewing. With yeah, him. we're gonna need a new computer here. Yeah, it's, it's time, man. It's this time. thing keeps uh, yeah. doing its own thing. It's time. Anywho, with that being said, this has been a great Monday. Yes, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Uh, have y'all seen the body cam of the Nipsey shooting? How did they have body cam of the Nipsey shooting? There's no cops there. Are you talking about when they got there? No. No, no, I don't. That story just that doesn't sit well, so I'm just going to park it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll be one of them stories that come up and then the absolute truth will come out when the time is right. But right now, I'm just going to park it. So yeah, Gotta like I said, uh, Thank you, guys. We will see you guys on Thursday. Don't forget to be there. Like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to like, share, and subscribe. Bring a picture of your mama. Bring a picture Don't of Don't come to class mama. without a picture of your mama. bring a picture no. of my mama. <laughs> yes. And we're going to have a real dope show on Thursday. So we'll see you guys later. Peace. Yep. Peace.